Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Writing Cabin with Tara Benner. I'm author Tara Benner, and this is my cabin. We all need to escape into story from time to time, so come on in, sit down by the fire, pour yourself a nice hot cup of cocoa, and let's talk books. Now, before we get started today, I want to thank to take a moment to thank my wonderful patrons. Patrons, your support not only funds the creation of new stories and videos, but it tells me that you enjoy my books so much that you want to support them and me directly. If you, dear listener, would like to join our Patreon family, you can do so over at patreon.com forward slash Labs. I create brand new stories that are just for my patrons, and I am always creating new YouTube content. And right now, there's a whole library of Patreon exclusives for you to enjoy. Again, that's patreon.com forward slash Labs. All right, this week's featured book is Better Off Dead, Mountain Shadow Mysteries, book one. Caroline McCrithers has it all figured out. She's got a five-year plan, a killer career, and she's engaged to marry the man of her dreams. Learning her perfect fiancé is a catfishing fraud? Not part of the plan. When Caroline returns to the small town of Mountain Shadow to lick her wounds and help her spunky grandmother plan a funeral, she learns that she's inherited an old hotel and an ornery black cat. It was her Aunt Lucille's dying wish that Caroline restore the falling down hotel to its former glory. The problem? The Mountain Shadow Grand might be haunted by Aunt Lucille herself. When a greedy developer winds up dead, Grand becomes the lead suspect in his murder. It's up to Caroline to solve the case, clear her grandmother's name, and unravel the secrets of her haunted hotel. If you love twisty mysteries, feisty grannies, and haunted places, you'll love the Mountain Shadow Mysteries. Right now, you can grab your forever copy of Better Off Dead in paperback or as an ebook, or you can borrow it in Kindle Unlimited. All right. Uh, It feels like it's been a really long time since I've talked to you guys and done a little life update. Um, I'm actually recording the show that I tried to record last week, Um, (laughs) but that did not go well because my toddler has been on a sleep strike. Um, It started like a week and a half ago. I think what happened is he he got sick in his crib, like he threw up in his crib um, like a week and a half ago, and I think that kind of scared him. And so every night, like he, anytime we try to lay him down, he'll just scream and cry. Um, same story with his naps, like he doesn't want to be left alone in his crib. And we've kind of gone through like all the stages that you go through when you have a like a baby or toddler that's not sleeping you know we've tried rocking him to sleep we've tried getting him lying down and then like kind of just patting him on the head until he falls asleep Um, we've tried just kind of leaving him there we've done the routine um at one point last week i i told my husband i was like this I have a new like scorched earth philosophy here like eventually like the exhaustion will come for him and he'll have to sleep 
And so, uh, really we've had to just kind of let him cry quite a bit. Um, you know, I really hate doing that, but he has to like kind of relearn how to be okay in his crib and put himself to sleep. And at this age, you don't really know like how much they understand, but I tried to explain like, you know, this is safe place. Like you have slept in here a million times. I'll be here when you wake up, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a struggle. (laughs) And like last week I was trying to record the podcast and he woke up and was just crying and I was like, this, this isn't working. So missed last week, which I hate to do, but that's kind of what I've had going on. Um, the other big life thing is we just got a new kitten. Uh, so (laughs) it's kind of a sad story. I haven't really posted about it on social media. I just kind of was sharing some pictures of the new kitten. Um, but our old cat Jasper, um, almost a month ago, I guess now he got out one night and we didn't realize that he had gotten out. And, um, the next morning I went out to the kitchen at like five o'clock to make my coffee and, and write like I always do. And he didn't come to hang out with me like he always does. And I just, I knew something wasn't right. So like we looked everywhere for him. I didn't, I didn't think he was outside. Like I thought he was inside the house somewhere. So we looked everywhere for him and couldn't find him. And then I started looking outside. uh, And when we couldn't find him in the house, we kind of came to the conclusion that he must have gotten outside. And so this has happened once before, like last year in the summertime, he got out and he kind of disappeared for the day. And at night I was really worried. And so I brought... (laughs) I brought a mattress out to the front porch and I slept on the front porch thinking that he would come scratch on the door and he would like find me and like curl up with me or at least I'd hear him trying to get in and that worked like last summer he came right up and like snuggled up to me and I was like oh gotcha go back inside (laughs) and so I was gonna do that this time and it started I'm not kidding you it started freaking snowing like not just like a gentle little snow, no, like a heavy wet snow with high winds. It was like blowing snow onto me. I had like 12 layers of blankets and a hat and like sheepskin gloves. And I was like, like shivering out there, like waiting for him to come. And it got, the weather got so bad at like 11 o'clock, I came inside and I said to my husband, no smart animal is outside in this. Like he's not going to try to come inside. Like if he's smart, he will find somewhere to like curl up and try to be warm. And, uh, next morning we looked for tracks. There were no tracks. Um, we set up a game camera, no sign of him. And this was, this went on for days. There were a couple more snows, like looking all over, calling him, um, leaving the camera going so we could like see if he tried to come to the door. What I think happened is this happened in April and April is like coyote season, like when they have their babies and we had a coyote sighting, like not too long before this happened. And so I think what happened was probably he got out and he was crying to get back in and he attracted the attention of the coyote and the coyote probably got him. We have still seen no trace of poor Jasper. Uh, (laughs) It was really sad. And I was in kind of a cat depression. And so we, Um, after we got back from Santa Fe, we kind of just decided we're going to get another cat. And if Jasper ever comes home, like, great, we'll have two cats. (laughs) 
Um, but I'm not super hopeful at that point, at this point that that's going to happen. Um, sorry to be a bummer. I don't usually like to share like sad stories like that. Um, but I felt like I needed to explain why we got a new kitten. Um, so we got a new kitten and, (laughs) uh, I got another orange kitty because I love orange cats. I have always had orange cats and, uh, there was a guy on Craigslist who, um, had these two stray female cats in his neighborhood and he would like feed them and they kept coming around and they both gave birth to kittens, like within like a couple weeks of each other. And so he had these kittens and there was an orange kitty. So we went and got this cat and I named him Merlin. He was really tiny and sweet. And then last weekend I took him to the vet to get his like first shots and (laughs) you have to understand like where we live, it's kind of rural and we have kind of one of these like small town, like rural vets and he like holds the kitten's tail up and he goes, "Mm, hate to burst your bubble, but he is a she. (laughs) And like, I was just like, what are you serious (laughs) I mean, I didn't look, I don't even know what I was like, what I would be looking for. I just, this guy told me that this is a male kitten. And so I assumed that Merlin was a male, but no, apparently, um, we had a female kitten. We were going to stick with the name Merlin, but then I was like, eh, maybe we'll just change it to a more kind of girly sounding cat name. Um, so that people aren't confused when we take him to the vet or if we take him to be, take her to be boarded. See, this is so fresh. I still get mixed up. <laughs> Um, but she is really sweet. Um, my son loves, loves, loves the kitty. And surprisingly, the kitty loves my son. Like she will come up to him, jump in his lap, you know, kind of like bat at his face, like with no claws, you know, she's really sweet with him. Uh, the dogs have been kind of, um, tricky. We're going really slow with the dogs. Um, So my dog, Luna, she's a mini Aussie and she like has always had an orange cat around, um, her whole life. Both of my dogs have, but she has always wrestled with our cats. And so she's kind of like got that go get them kind of philosophy and we're trying to keep them calm and make their introductions like really smooth and nonviolent. Uh, (laughs) and then my other dog, Nelson, he's a mutt we got him from rescue down in Texas and he, (laughs) he's like so scared and he's so like not a dominant kind of dog. And he, he was really depressed after Jasper disappeared, like in the weeks after we didn't have a cat and he seemed to perk up like when we brought this new kitty home. And our joke in our household is that like, he's happy because he has a new feline overlord. Cause he just, he didn't know what to do. Like, like a sheep without a shepherd, <laughs> but like, we'll bring the kitty out and he'll like, he won't like make eye contact and he'll whine and he'll just like keep his distance and like not look at her. Um, and she's really curious about him. I was, I was really surprised. Honestly, I thought that I was going to have to watch Nelson like a hawk because he has a super strong prey drive. Like, little baby animals end up dead like a lot around here because of Nelson. Um, but he is like ready to serve his new empress, the kitty, like, (laughs) uh, anyway, that's kind of what we've had going on. We've had some ups and downs with naps and cats. Um, but that's, that's life for you. 
that's it for my personal update. Now it's time for my little writing update. I actually have a lot to share. So I'm recording this episode the week after the release of Better Off Dead, which is Mountain Shadow Mysteries book one. Uh, Book two is going to be called Dead to Rights. That is up for pre-order. So if you like the series, please go and pre-order it. That like is really encouraging to me when I can see those pre-orders coming in. Um, I finished the first draft of book two, and this week I am editing it. I'm trying to edit it pretty quickly because I find with these murder mysteries, if I don't do it like within the span of like two weeks, details kind of slip out of my head. And so it's really important for me to edit it in kind of a condensed way, more so than like other series that I've written before. So that's what I'm doing right now. Um, I, (laughs) when we were in like the worst of the sleep strike, I, I knew I couldn't start edits because I didn't, I wasn't like really focused. I was kind of sleep deprived. And so as kind of like a in-between project, I started a new novella for my patrons. And this is a mountain shadow mystery. Um, it'll be about half the length of the regular novels in the series. And it's going to be like 2.5. Like my intention is for each book to kind of stand alone. But if you want to read them chronologically, this will be kind of between books two and three timeline wise. And it's got Daphne in it. And there's like an art festival going on in Mountain Shadow because there's always a festival going on in Mountain Shadow. Um, It's really fun. Um, I'm excited about it. I've only written, I think, two chapters so far, but I'm hoping once I get this round of edits done that I'll be able to write the rest of that. Um, The other really big piece of news is, and this has been a long time coming. My audiobook people will know this has been a long time coming, but I am finally under contract for Hunter's Witch and uh, Warrior Witch is going to be coming right after that. And so um, the narrator, Taylor Harvey and I, we've been working together on this whole series. She has graciously agreed to work me into her busy schedule to record Hunter's Witch, book five, she'll be recording that in June, and book six, Warrior Witch, she'll be recording in July. And so I'm hoping for maybe an August release for book five and maybe a September release for book six. Uh, It just kind of depends how quickly I can get the audio proofed, um, because once she sends me the mastered files, I have to listen to them while reading through the manuscript to make sure there aren't any discrepancies between the audio and the text. And the reason I have to do that is because a lot of people like to whisper sync their audiobooks with their Kindle books so that if you're listening to an audiobook in the car and you get home and you want to read it, your Kindle will pick right up where you left off. But if there's like too many little words that are different between the versions, like it won't whisper sync. And so I have to make sure that that is correct. Um, she's always super on the ball with her stuff and it's just me that (laughs) we'll be waiting on, but I'm really excited because Taylor is a fantastic narrator. She makes my life, my whole life super easy. And I just, I so enjoy her performances. So you have that to look forward to late summer, early fall. That's it for my writing update. Now it's time for what am I reading this week? And this week I am reading the Beechwood Harbor Ghost Mysteries by Danielle Garrett. Really enjoying the book one of that series. 
And I'm currently listening to two books. Um, I didn't write this other one down, and so I'm not going to get it right. But the main one I'm listening to is Swords and Fallen Lords by Trixie Silvertail. That's book, I want to say six or seven in the Mitzi Moon Mysteries. I'm not really sure. Um, I just can't stop because now there's a spinoff series, and so I have to get caught up so I can read the spinoff. But... <laughs> that's all I have for you uh, as far as like my stuff goes but before we go let's check the mailbox and this week we have a comment on the youtube channel from mystery x 7931 this is on the audiobook of the witch's fortune and mystery x writes my problem with listening to the book at night is the voice is so relaxing. I fall asleep. If I listen to it during the day, I end up burning dinner because I don't want to ruin the moment with pause. Wonderful books and such a pleasure to listen to. Thank you so much, Mystery X. This comment made me smile. Um, if you, dear listener, have any burning questions or comments you'd like for me to read on the show, you can send them to terabender at gmail.com, or you can post them in the comments on YouTube. Uh, that's really the best place to find me. Um, also, if you are on Goodreads, please find me on Goodreads and follow me and friend me there because I am trying to be more regular with my book updates, what I'm reading, um, writing updates on the books that I'm working on. So do follow me there so you don't ever miss anything. But that's all I have for you this week. But you can feel free to stay in my cabin for as long as you like. We can drink all the hot chocolate. You can crack open a good book hopefully one of mine, and have a wonderful weekend.